I woke up this morning, I realized I'm getting up in age. <laughs> uh, and I was sharing with the wife, I said, you know, I've always had this mindset, when you get to a certain age appropriate, certain things you just don't do or wear no more. And uh, I had pulled out my, um, my, my new Tim's, real Tim's, uh, not Tim's, real Tim's. And I just wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling it. I feel like putting on my preacher shoes. <laughs> and uh, and I, I said, you know, is that? She said, no, it just, sometimes you just don't feel some things. And uh, I don't know about you. I, I want God to do something bigger than me. I want him to uh, open up the windows of heaven and not so much pour out the natural blessings. Just pour more him. Just more him. Not us. Because you look at the world, you see what's going on. It's a lot of us going on. And a lot of us is us being in the way. And God not doing what he can do at free will people. See, that's going to just overflow us. I hear a lot of people talking about, this is my year. Um, you're going to name it, claim it. You're going to get it. Listen, you just get a job and pay your bills. You can get it. It's, uh, it's just when you can do it with God's direction. So for me today, it's one of those days, Lord, do it for me. Somebody say, do it for me. And I'm not saying, I'm just, I just know that a lot of people are facing some hard times. A lot of you are going through some stuff. A lot of you are bearing burdens that you don't normally bear. But God's not done. He started, he'll finish it. So we look to you to finish what you started. To lift that heavy heart that's in this room right now that I feel that that heart is literally squeezed. The mind is uh, in different direction. You said that we are to bear one another burdens and I feel the burden of your people. I feel their fears and their anxieties. I hear that silent voice that's not speaking saying, help me. But you're a present help in time of trouble. And you'll break every stronghold. You'll, you'll annihilate every yoke in our lives. Don't want to pretend church. Don't want to be religious. Just want to be saved. Want to be sound in our faith, sound in what we know of you. The little we do know, in part, God, let it become rich in our spirit. Let it be less of us and more of you. None of us and all of you. Oh, God, save your people. Deliver them. Turn it around. If you need God to turn around, stand to your feet. Say, God, turn it around. If you need Him to turn around your life, say, God, turn it around. 
some of you need God to turn it around. Put your hand over your, your mind. Say, God, hear my mind. Cleanse my mind right now. And I'll be cleansed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. Oh, man. You may be seated. This probably be one of the most difficult messages that I may have delivered in the entire history of my 30 plus years. Well, really 38 years. I've been pastoring 30 years. I've been as a preacher going on 38 years. Um, and I've dealt with this subject matter before because it's something that really exists in the lives of people. And uh, I'm not going to rush through this, I'm not gonna hold y'all day either, cause you know I got I got some things I need to get done. Um, I set a goal this month to ride 150 miles on my bike, and uh, I only did I only did 10 so far. So I got. Why do I do myself like this? So I got 140 miles to do. So we'll probably do 20, 25 today. Uh, kind of catch up, Pat, Bernard, Barry. You know, it was just, just if you don't make it, we got the truck down the street. We'll come pick you up. Yeah, yeah. I told uh, Deaconess Hogan I, I'd be recruiting her next week. Tell me she had two flat tires. We can fix that. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Tell me I say tires can be fixed. <laughs> like, that's an excuse. My tires are flat. Yeah. <laughs> ah, man. Dagan Porter, Porter, I never say his name right. Congratulations. He uh he recently, about a year ago, if not a little bit longer, he he was venturing out to get into the real estate business. And he's one of the guys, he's just he's just multi-tax, he just do a lot. And uh and he just passed his uh the uh course. So when I either buy or build my miniature mansion, uh, I will be giving you the contract. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe you, you take care of your own. However you want to interpret it as on you. But I believe you take care of your own and uh, look out for each other. So many people do. I think we about only uh, people they have a tendency not to look out for our own. And we do don't look out the right way. So I woke up this morning from a long night. Uh, I think I probably slept in the last 24 hours, probably seven hours in the last 24 hours. And that's because the business as well as, you know, time talking to the father, asking him what, what we need to do, how we need to go about the close of this year. We're almost at the end of this year. And uh, we have made great achievement to pan our church off this year, installing our new AC units, um, 
And if you get too cold, they can make adjustment. If you're too warm, they make adjustment. Um, I know a lot of time ladies have heat flashes. I think I told y'all about a couple of years ago, I made an investment. I bought this thing called Jet Air and uh, Air Jet, something like that. And it's a bed system that allows um, each side of the bed to have its own temperature. So if it's cold, my wife has heat flashes in the middle of the night. Because I know because I feel the heat coming on my side. <laughs> and we're in a king-size bed. And uh, so I invested. I bought this, this heat system, air system, that if she gets hot, it is programmed to detect her body warming. And it'll come on and start cooling her side of the bed. But the problem we've been having lately is that it's been cooling her side as well as my side. So I don't know if she may adjust with the jet unit and did something. She don't learn something I didn't mean for her to learn. You know, I try to keep it from some technologies because she, she just go to the left. And I've been noticing that my, my left foot seemed to be icy. And uh, so I get my phone, she got it, and I actually go to the, to the phone and I adjust my side of this unit. So my part would be heated, so you have AC. So in doing that, it kind of sometimes throws me off on the middle of the night waking up uh, cold, and then she waking in the middle of the night, it's hot. So I said, listen, we're going to do something. I had to get you a bigger size on your side and put a divider. So when you get cold, it automatically just take care of you. I had to bother about it. So I invested in this in that, in that thing, and it really works. It really works because in our home we have the AC on probably about six to eight, seventy sometimes, and then we have a fan in the bedroom blowing it full blast, and then we had the air jet blowing it coldness and then the heat. So we are just unclimatized people. In our house, you can just hang meat. It, it's literally cold. You, you ought to see mother working on, on with a four-wheeler going through the house. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> My arthritis. And, um, so, so these are the kind of things that we, we experience in, in the power home. So when I do get a new home, I'm going to have to have a system that is built in a way all make coolers like we need to be cool. Uh, I'll be 57 this year. So my ultimate goal by the time I turn 65 is to retire. Um, not only just from my business, but continue to do what I do for world changes, but setting up legacy for the next generation. The purpose of establishing the Emerson's um, BBQ was to provide future for legacy. And I don't know about you, I want my legacy to speak well of who I was. Meaning, it will go down to history that this was done, it was done this way, they made it happen, they became a franchise uh, company, they became worldwide. Because uh, see, the Bible said, despite not small beginnings. And so often in our life, we, we look at the now, and we don't see the future. Or we see the future, but we don't appreciate the future because we're too stuck in the now because the now don't look like the future. But if you trust God, no matter what you see or what you go through, you'll know that God is faithful to do what he said. Now, that's something God has not said, something we just do. Keep in mind that God said he's given us power and authority and dominion. So that's something you could do in this world that doesn't require God to say do it or not. It's just God's giving the authority. 
hope that you acknowledge him. Okay, he said acknowledge him in all that ways. So there's some adventures that we are doing, have done, that God didn't sanction. He just it's a part of uh, growing up. Am I right about it? Uh, if you do your hair in the ladies, uh, you, you only God say God what style. You just do the style. Hope you don't you're not stuck in the past. Um, let me get to the message. <laughs> I'm trying to prepare you for where I'm about to go in this this series here. Um, if you got some in your purse or in your possession, piece of paper, uh, pencil, something that's, that's breakable, I want you to get it out real quick. It can be a piece of paper, you know, I want you to take a piece of paper, small piece. Uh, can't pass these days because of the COVID, so you got to have your own stuff. So, uh, whatever you got that in your possession that you can take out and uh, kind of destroy a tail, I want you to do it real quick. Just, just put it out. I got paper here. I know most ladies, if you got a purse, you got something that you can, you can tear. <laughs> My white purse will have it. Uh, I get a workout just picking it up. Have you got something yet? If you don't have something, raise your hand. You know, uh, it could be a piece of paper. You know, just you know, something that just symbolizes something that you can uh, break. And um, at some point of this this message, a point of this this uh, teaching, you'll be able to understand why we we're doing it this way. Uh, who who's a good writer? Who can write on my screen for me? Who can can write clear and and spell right? You know, don't spell like I talk, but, you know, spell right. L-E, there you go. I think, is that the right marker there? It's not. Which is the right marker? Is this the right marker? Okay, there we go. So this is this is what's called a permanent marker. Okay. Okay. So, the word generation means what? What does the word generation mean? What does it mean a generation. What does the word generation mean? Say it again. Family. Family. Um, anyone else? The word generation. So we, we, we tie generation with families. Ancestry. Uh, how many of y'all seen the commercial that's about ancestry? You know, you can family trade, the family tree. Uh, uh, is, is it ancestry? ancestry dot com. You go in there, and you put your information in, and they pull up uh, information related to your family legacy or your family heritage, and then you discover you had people in your family that were prominent, and some was just ooh, good glory to God um, that you did not know about through the passing on from mama and dad or grandparents. You know, the children of Israel were instructed. That they were to pass out, pass on the the, uh, the information about the Passover. Uh, they when I was when I was in Israel in nineteen ninety eight, uh, I was there for ten days, and the hotel I stayed at was David's Tower, David's Hotel. The day we left, the next morning they blew the bomb went off. It was a terrorist attack in that same hotel we just left, and I remember the uh, professor or the rabbi. In telling us about the legacy of the children of Israel, how they operate, how they pass information on from children generation to generation, so they know 
what great-great-grandfather did, and they know who he, he or she was. Somehow, we don't seem to do that in our culture, and, and we should. So, generation is people connected to you, time past, and present, and future. That's generation. So, your generation before you, the generation after you, uh, will always have a, a, some type of connection or tie with you as an individual, even though you may never met them. How many got family members that you never met? And a lot of times, it's good to go to the family reunion because you may be dating somebody that's related to you. You may be marrying your first cousin. So you may already marry your sister, don't know it. But it was uncommon biblically for them to marry within the family. It's not our norm today. We call it incest. But biblically, it, it was what they, they did as far as in the um, family. They kept it in the family. And then scientists, science studies showed that wasn't the best thing to do. So that's how a lot of things change. So you hear the word breaking or the word break. What does the word break mean? What does it mean to break something? Y'all got to like walk with me today. What does it mean to break something? Destroy. Well, what else? What's the danger of just breaking something? What's the danger of just breaking it? Hmm? You can what? Okay. You, you about to say something? That's part I'm trying to get across. Don't want to just break it. You want to destroy it. Because most of us have broken generational uh, dysfunctional cycles. But you ever know they come back? You ever notice that there's some things that have been tied to your family that was just unbelievable? And you wasn't there when it was happening, but in your time, life being spared, you experienced some of those same things. Anyone can relate to that? You know, you wonder why you act or talk the way you talk or act the way you act sometimes, how you go from zero to assisted, and uh, no one did nothing to you. Other than got in your lane, you didn't like it. You weren't going no, you weren't going to get enough faster, but you got there. Because some of us get mad when people get in front of us. There are a lot of things that you do that, that happens to you is generational related. And um, unless there's a discovery, Unless that's an, an acknowledgement of it, you will find yourself repeating history. So I'm saying history repeats itself. And the thing about history repeating itself is the history repeats itself of a bad history is an ongoing bad history. And only thing that breaks or destroys a generational uh, dysfunction and cycle is salvation. But salvation alone is not enough. Because you can be saved, but yet not not. Be delivered. How many can say, I've been saved, but not fully delivered? And what I mean by that is that's something you still do that you, even though you're saved, but you still have the tendencies. Now, everything, tendency doesn't mean sin, just some things that's not good. What, 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 is a, what is a habit? What is a habit? Anyone? Just y'all. What does the word habit mean? A parent or something? What's that, Dr. Kenny? 
things you continue to do. That's a habit. That's good habits and that what else? Bad habits. How many have some good habits? How many got some bad habits? You don't have one without the other. <laughs> it's like someone said, I have no sin. You lie. The Bible says we all have sin to come short to the glory of God. So we all come short. We all got issues. But our issues normally are connected to generational. And, and this is one of those messages men and women of God, a lot of people don't want to talk about because it really identifies them. It puts you on the front, front line. It shows you your imperfection. A man in his best state is also vanity. In other words, you think you have it all together today and tomorrow is as though you never had it. That's why Paul warned us, you know, to don't take glory in your next movement in life. As I paraphrase, because sometimes we think we have arrived. We have not yet arrived. Sometimes we think we got it all together. We don't have it together. I don't know about you. The pandemic showed Praetan power, not profit. Praetan. And in my old neighborhood, Praek. <laughs> That it ain't all together. I had some ups and some downs. I had some, some highs and some lows during this pandemic. The pandemic really revealed a lot to us than we, than we anticipated. And everybody trying to blame it on the devil, the, uh, uh, the mark of the beast, and this stuff. There's something just happening. And we just got to learn to adjust and deal with it. But when you deal with generational dysfunction, you have to come to some conclusion in your life that I'm not going to live like this. I'm not going to carry out that part of the dysfunction in my family. If you say you have no dysfunction family members, you are the dysfunction one. <laughs> Only the dysfunction denies dysfunction. Everybody see you dysfunction. The dogs see you dysfunction. The airways know you're dysfunction. Social media saying you're dysfunction, but you say I'm not dysfunction. You ever had problems and other folks saw you didn't see it? So in, in this message, honey, it will be some humor, but there's also going to be some some hard depth matters. I reached out to my daughter Anita, who is a, a, a counselor by uh, not by just going online classes, but really a, a real counselor. You got a degree. Not the kind you just print and pass out. Uh, let me stop. But anyway, she she went to school for real. Somebody say for real, for real. So she studies the human makeup. And uh, and she, her and I have our moments of talking about mental health and uh, mental illness. And so often we misconstrue the two meanings. You know, mental health is the mind where being healthy mentally, correct, darling? And mental illness means there's some troubles in your life, some difficulties. Don't mean that you need to be hospitalized. In some cases, you may have to, depending on what's going on. Uh, but it means that some things that have happened, some challenges are there that need to be addressed. If you never address some of the issues in your life, you're never going to overcome them. Yeah. If you never had a hard talk with yourself, sometimes you got to have a hard talk with you. With you, with you. How many, how many ever talk to yourself? Just don't answer yourself. Don't put out the, the solution that the reason didn't get the solution yourself. No, don't do that. You know, sometimes you get, you talk yourself off the mountain. No, 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 I'm not gonna do that. Talk yourself, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into this fight. So you, you talk yourself out of it, but don't have a full response back to you. 
because you would tell you to do some stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. Somebody said that's dysfunction. So on this board, we're gonna I'm gonna ask a simple question, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush through this because this I'm gonna show you how we as human beings come from dysfunction from Genesis. Our dysfunction started in the, in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve disobeyed God. That's where dysfunction started. So it didn't start with your family. It started way biblically. And from the Bible to now, it's still happening. Only when you come to some resolution or you come to some type of uh, tired of being tired is when you start stopping the dysfunction. You stop carrying out the generation behavior or patterns. How many know sometimes you got to change the paradigm? You got to shift that thing. Because if you don't, you'll be stuck. Simple question. How many of you ever found yourself doing some things that just wasn't norm? How many of you felt the way about some things that wasn't the norm? That, see, see that I'm saying all these things are connected to some part of our, our makeup and our being, even though it started in the garden of Eden of disobedience and run and is now running to up to where we are now, it's because some of these things have never been addressed. I don't know about you. Most people don't be transparent with their counselors. They sure don't be always transparent with the pastor. They tell you just enough, and they want you to figure out the rest. Kind of like Nebuchadnezzar. You know, he had this dream. He wanted them to tell what the dream was. You know, and they're like, you know, tell us the dream, we'll tell you. No, you tell me. Y'all supposed to be the magician. Y'all supposed to be the one that have knowledge. Sometimes people treat the preacher that way. You're supposed to have all the insight. No, no. You need insight. I need insight. Because this is your dysfunction. And if you don't communicate verbally and put some action behind what you're experiencing, you're not going to be set free from it. Now, the Bible says, Jesus said, whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. Liberated from within. Liberation is a matter of acceptance. I need to be free from this. You'll never stop being addicted to something until you acknowledge you got an addiction. Right. As long as you're in denial of your addiction, as long as you're in denial of your dysfunction, you're never going to be set free from it. You go from place to place, from address to address with the same dysfunction. Some people say, well, if I didn't move out of the house, I'd be better. No, the same dysfunction that you had in that house, if you don't get delivered from it, you're going to take that same dysfunction to the next house. It's just change addresses. And we don't need dysfunction address changes. We need the dysfunction just to completely be annihilated and destroyed. Not just broken, because if you break it, you can repair it. If a car gets in a car accident, unless it's been defined as a uh, total, it's repairable. And sometimes they can clever as a, as a total, but they make it savage. Meaning you cannot get reassured on it, but you can drive it. So who be by a savage car, correct? That's right, Brother Hogan, Dick Hogan. A car that there's been a bad accident, they did some repairs to it, but it's not insurable anymore. Is that correct? The right chairman? Yeah. You you can still drive, but it's not otherwise it's not insurable, meaning if you wreck it again, they ain't gonna they're not gonna pay the claim. You're driving at your own risk. If we don't break, we don't destroy dysfunction, they'll reoccur. They'll keep coming forward. They become quarterly. They become annually. 
They come every so many years. The children, the people of Hades, according to some study, says that they ancestors made a covenant with the devil. And, um, and that's why Hades has so many problems, according to this day, of a covenant with the enemy. Somebody says, how do you know that? Well, I'm going to give you back based on what this, some of the, these stories or studies have said or uh, some research. If you look at Haiti, they have a whole lot of problems, a whole lot of problems. And it seems like a hurricane, an earthquake come through there like never before. Thousands of them die every so often years. And it seems like somebody would come to a place of saying, well, man, we need to get God in our life. And to a certain degree. Some of us don't understand the reason a lot of our issues are happening because we don't have God in that area. We got in some areas, but we don't have in all areas. Because right. we can be selective about God. Because I, you can be here, but don't be right there because I'm, I'm enjoying this. So you just stay right here. <laughs> God said, well, you lay your bed, and he'll be there. So if you want him to just be there, he'll be just there. You just still get that problem with that because you won't give it to him. How many of you be honest, there's some things we haven't given to God? We prayed about it, but we haven't given it to him. Because when you give something to somebody, it's, it's theirs now. And when you don't give it to him, it don't get taken away. So some of the dysfunction is because you haven't given it to him. Right. You just talk to him about it. God, my family dysfunction. God said, yeah, that's true, but you're part of that. You're so busy following them, but you ain't seeing you. you is this making sense? Because we, so, we love to fault other folks for our craziness. Uh, let me reverse that. We love to fault other folks for our dysfunctions. Don't want to be insensitive by, by any means. So, the question I'm going to ask, and you just give a word, name a dysfunction that is operating in your life, a family or a third person, okay? <laughs> a friend of a friend, or a foe of a foe, or a family of a family. We're pretending it's not you, even though we know it is. But we're in a safe place. It's going nowhere but social media. <laughs> so name a dysfunction that you can rec- you have recognized is operating. Let's, let's bring up the word dysfunction. Let's, let's define the word dysfunction first. I see your hands are right there. The word dysfunctional or dysfunction is the failure to achieve or sustain a behavior norm or expected condition as in a social what? Relationship. So this is family tied, connected to People of the same, I say, heritage of a legacy. So, name a dysfunction that you have come to know or that you know of that's operating your family, your foe, a foe or friend. Name one. Sister Hogan. Procrastination. That word procrastination means to delay doing what you should have already done. How many, how many ever procrastinated? Some of y'all procrastinate coming to church. Uh, Dick and Barry. Oh, is it Keith today? Which one is it? Okay, okay, one or two. Okay, absolute father that has a that can have a dis, dysfunction on a family, but sometimes that could be a man in the house, but it don't mean he's a father. See, sometimes we think if I just got a man in the house, we good. No, no, you you can have a, you can have a man in the house. He, he's not a father. Fathers are taught; they have to be trained. You know, you don't learn to be a father overnight. That's a training process. You know, like mother, y'all ain't perfect overnight. Y'all stop lying to yourself. You know, something you did as a young mother, you, you look back, oh, Jesus. 
And the older mother trying to tell you, but you know it all. <laughs> yes, love. Jackie. Having children on wedlock. That, that's a this that's gonna be that's a dysfunction. You know? And having children wedlock and people celebrate by giving baby showers and uh reveal parts and stuff like that. You know, you, you need to something you need to address that why you keep having these children on wedlock. Be quiet now. Hold that, hold that thought. Because if you don't address this, that, that dysfunction, your daughter, 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 daughter will have children with love. You can't sell, you can't fix something or repair something if you keep celebrating it. No, it's not the child's fault that it's coming, but sometimes you got to hold people accountable. Does this make sense? It does. Oh, that's so insensitive. No, it's sensitive. Because when you have children out of wedlock because of bad choices, two things can happen. You can get a disease that can kill you, or you create another, uh, uh, you keep procreating around here, and with no responsibility, accountability. And then somebody got to take care of your responsibility. Okay. All right. Someone's about to say something. Yes, ma'am. I'll get you that. What's the name of this function? You can name three of them, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alcohol. So sexual sense, sexual dysfunction. A young lady, a young man, both can become promiscuous based on opening. Oh, what do I say? Opening means they've been open to this. They've been exposed to some activity that's only geared for married people. See, sex was made for the married people. Don't, don't talk about no cell phone. Don't talk about me getting it on. I didn't come for this. I just got some last night. <laughs> if you're busy, you're going to be in for a shock. I just say it like it is. I'm like that rubber is getting hot in here. <laughs> but y'all keep your clothes on. Free us. So you have these dysfunction, which is one called uh, sexual. And a young lady, a young man, get exposed by a person in that area that caused them to become promiscuous. Uh, I see you next, Dick. You going to say something? Financial dysfunction. Not managing your money well. You get money, you, it's like water. You're just going just gonna to pour it out. Yes, sir. Gambling, that that's a, that's that, that's a dysfunction. Well, I just gamble for fun. Well, yo, if your gamble for fun, it's cause you more than you having fun. Then you need to stop gambling. Well, it's for the lottery, but it's for the school education. But what book you seen them buy? You gonna build bridges? Well, Biden trying to pass a bill now to build the bridges. So you can make excuse for the dysfunction because the dysfunction makes you think you okay. It, it, everybody's doing it because it it seems to be the norm doesn't mean it's supposed to be your norm therefore man being Christ he's what a new creature old things thing become new what's another dysfunction yes yes sir profanity yeah you got some 40 comments you ever heard people they call them good cussers he gave him a good cussing how you give a good cussing what defines a good cussing you son of a blanket and blank you and your mom that that's what you call a good cousin. Well, you make folks feel like, ooh, woo. you ever my cuss so bad? You say, ooh, that, that was a made you cringe. 
I guess those were good cousins there to make your cringe like, you know. Minimize. Yes, yes, Miss Jackie. Hate, prejudice, racism. That's the function because you learn this stuff. See, understand, these things are generational passed on. And if you don't deal with it, you think it's the norm. You think it's normal to, to, uh, to, uh, to, to dominate people. If you look at the history of the slave, it was, it was occupation employment. It wasn't so much to be ruled over. Man, when his wickedness took it to another level. What's another dysfunction? Yes, 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 darling. Uh, abuse, mental or physical abuse. That, that's a dysfunction. It, you know, dad used to you know, push mom around. Yeah. And the son saw that. All of a sudden, the son thinks he's supposed to push his wife around. Because it becomes the norm. See, remember, this is failure to achieve or sustain a behavior norm or expected condition as in social relations. You didn't like your mom being beat by your dad, but now all of a sudden you want to beat your wife. That's the right word. Beat. The only way you stop man from beating you, you do two things. Leave it or beat back. But I don't recommend beat back. I, I recommend you just get on out of there. Yeah. And then don't call 911, then you're going to go bail them out in, in, in another hour. And, and the Griffith show, every time where he got joined, he went to, and they had a rest, he go put himself in jail. Sister, uh, advantages back there. Selfishness. That, that's, that's a dysfunction. Thank you, entitled. Yes, sir. Family rival. Yeah, we're going to talk about that for real. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, Kendall. Bless your heart. Come on. Over aggression, pride, and isolation. You may be a counselor, girl. Everybody needs to land up. See, see, see Kendall. <laughs> yes, darling. Lack of communication, inability, ineffective communication, or uh, inability to communicate effectively. We can say that. Uh, yes, yes, son. All right. Lying, anxiety. Okay, okay. And lying is one too. <laughs> Some of y'all ain't never lied. Okay. Anyone else? Another uh, dysfunction. Yes, yes Ms. Dana. Okay. Generational. Um, well, I'm trying. Don't make fun. Is it warm? It's kind of a little warm here. Um, see, these are things that people have have happened to them that they do to others. So we don't. Like I, said, I don't make it a laughable thing. I want you to see the seriousness of this because the criminal society is a result of a society that brought them into the criminal activity. You don't just wake up and want to be a criminal. These things have an effect. Yes, yes darling. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hold that thought. Go find the scripture that says a child left alone. I think it's, 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 it's Proverbs uh, 24. Is it Proverbs 15, 24? Or Proverbs 24, 14. A child left alone, about the scripture said about a child being left alone, bring shame to his family, parents, his mother. Okay, it's going to cool down in a minute. I feel a little heat going on myself. I feel like I'm in that bed. Go ahead. What, what's another one? Oh, stop, stop. Finish the other one. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, and I agree with that, but to the extent, to a degree, a child should always rem- be reminded your role as a child. But a child should be able to at least speak in some type of conversation with a parent that may be misunderstood. You ever got a whipper for something you didn't do? And, and the other rascal did it? And you trying to explain, oh, you talking back? <laughs> no, I'm trying to tell you that Toby did it. So instead of that child made to tell, everybody get a whooping. And line up. All nine of y'all. Wait, wait a minute. I didn't do it. You don't know whether you're going to be the first one or the last one. Because the last one, they, they tired by the time they get to you. But the first one, you know, it's a fire and brimstone. Yes, ma'am. Proverbs 29 15 says what? It says, uh, The rod of reproof gives wisdom, but a child left to himself bringing his mother to strength. So, back to what you're saying related to parental teaching, parental work, parentification, is when a parent does not take their proper responsibility. Right. Now, I understand dynamics happen with family where a child is left alone and uh, to, you know, back then when we, when we was left alone, we had rules. Right. Don't answer that door. Uh, don't don't be telling people that you're there by yourself. Everything was kept because, you know, it, it was limited resources. So it was a different type of upbringing. But now some parents leave their kids on so they go out and have fun. You can't do that. You got to be a parent. How many of when you have children, your fun day's over? Yeah, Am I right about it, grandparents? You know, we keep them when we want to keep them. Now, I feel like y'all need company. No, I ain't asking we need company. I don't want to make you young parents think that grandparents just want company. No. Then you bring them, you ain't change the paper. <laughs> Glory to God. I'll just give you an example that when it comes down to a child left alone to raise themselves will bring shame to the mother. So if you leave your daughter home, with all the promiscuous tendencies that are there, you send yourself for failure. If your daughter sees you bringing every Tom and Rascal into the house, then her nature of dysfunction will be due likewise. You know, if a man paid for your nails to get done, that's that. No, pay for your own nails. If he paid for the nail, he want to. Okay. Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. Lack of emotional maturity. Yeah, yeah. Emotion, 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 immaturity. Because there's a lot of us, we're moving our emotion. We're not mature. That's something I, I would do. I did. I, I'm ashamed that I did. I was immature emotionally. I let something get to me, to a place that shouldn't have got to me. Yes, another. Yes, ma'am. Enablers. Enablers. That's a dysfunction. Some of, some of you parents, believe it or not, you're, you, you, you're certified enablers. I'm not talking about a child. I'm talking about an adult. Your adult child that you, that you brought into this world by the hand of God, you are not helping him or her by enabling him to stay in the position they're in. Because you have to keep in mind, if you die, who's going to do what you did, been doing? Some men never grow up, especially black men, because parents, mothers are two enablers. He's wrong. You still trying to hold him in his wrongness. But that's my baby. No, he's a, he's a grown man. 
Treat him as a grown man. Because if you don't stop that, you'll create more of that. And like some of you, you women, y'all, y'all like enabling men, enabling men. You know, a man would be a man if you let him be a man. He's quiet now. Because the men have to be taught by manhood, and you can't teach that as a woman. Let's talk about another man. Now, I'm saying go get a man to teach your truth. No, no. Let people who can guard, uh, undergird him to be a, a mature man. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an independent man. I'm a strong man. I'm a man that does what I need to do to make provision for my family. And I take responsibility seriously. I didn't have a father coming up, so that's not my excuse not to be a man. Because that become a dysfunction too. Well, I didn't have a dad. That's why I act like a jackass. No, you just a jackass. If you want to take the word jack off, you just dad. Pat, sit down on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Dr. Kenny. Controller and dictator. I think Nato kind of related to that by parents. Yes, uh, Sister Mary. Oh, I'm sorry, son. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bitterness. Oh, manipulation. How many guys manipulating family members? Yeah. If it ain't you. Sister Viola. Slander. Okay. Yeah, that, that's dysfunction when families talk about other family members. Uh, Sister um, um, Elaine. Got a lot of muling going on. on. Yeah. Yes, darling. Acacia. Oh, yeah. Rivals. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's... Yeah, yes, darling. Listen up. Say it again. Welfare dependent. Yes, that, that's a dysfunction because you learn how to get over. You think you learn how to get over the system, but you really don't realize the system sees you. And every now and then they come and snatch you up. You ever heard called welfare rich? Welfare rich, where folks, they don't live on the system so long. They haven't become rich, but they live like some of them like rich people because they know all this loophole, all the poor hustling. Okay, yeah. And that's a mentality you got to change. That's a dysfunction. Think somebody owe you something. Thanks. You entitled. How many know that's a dysfunction? Entitlement. Yeah. You know, people are supposed to do for me. You know, uh, I've been through. I've had a hard time in life. Hey, we all have had a hard time in life. Okay. Y- yes, ma'am. Gossiping. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't the one to gossip, but I'm just going to tell you something. That... <laughs> you mean you ain't the one to gossip? You, you gossiping now. It isn't mean-spirited. Just mean. Anyone else? Um, Digging Brown. But yeah, secrecy. That's a dysfunction. You know, we, we got a family member that is a pedophile. But that's family member. We, 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 keep, it, we keep it to the family. No, no, the heck you don't. That's why a lot of folks get messed up. Because nobody want to tell about the family secret. That's a dysfunction. See, anytime you don't talk about a dysfunction, it's going to affect somebody else. 
And if you don't deal with it, it's going to automatically impact someone because you have a responsibility to make sure that you don't allow those dysfunction to continue to carry on in the family. If you know your, your uncle is known for being a little too touchy, no, no, don't pretend like he, he's not a touchable one. Yeah. You're getting quiet now. A lot of young women, a lot of young men have been affected by a predator. Yeah. A dysfunctional predator in the, in the family. And then when they get exposed, you get exposed, everybody trying to keep it quiet. It's a family secret. Those are dangerous. Those have long-term effect. Well, yeah, there's my brother, but he's, he's, he, he got some issues. And knowing he got some issues, you got to address that. You don't, let, you don't leave your daughter, your, your child around a, a person that has a predatory tendency. If your child told you somebody touched him, you mean believe him. You do your own investigation. You know, it's like a young lady telling her mom that this young man, you know, fondled her. And, and she don't want to believe because she, she want to keep a hold on to the man herself. No young girl should have to feel violated by your, your man because you don't want to give him up. I don't know what kind of spinners he got, but it, it ain't worth messing your children up. Diamond tip, gold nugget, or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it should not have such an effect where you don't deal with it. That's dysfunction. Yes, sir, Mr. Barry. Being unclean? Yeah. Nasty? That's the best way to say it. Nasty. I mean, is that such things people just nasty? Yeah, man, just, just, this is nasty. Yeah. That's dysfunction. But there's something that caused that dysfunction. That's something connected to that while that person is doing what they're doing. Like a hoarder. Uh, it's a dysfunction. You know, they got all this stuff in the house. They got no use for it. But won't let it go. Won't have no yard sale. Won't have no, no giveaway, no nothing. I'm going to use it one day. But you had it 30 years. Still in the package. But that's a mental matter. That's, a, that's something dealing with the mental illness there. Something that's triggered that. So something that we laugh about, not laughing. It's not, we shouldn't laugh. We have to see, that person got a situation. See them on the street dancing in the middle of the street for no reason. That's not funny. That's a, dis that's a dysfunction going on. That's, that's something tied to mental illness right, right there. Something that, that have traumatized that person. And most of us don't understand when you got these dysfunctions, they can become traumatization for you. They can traumatize your life. What's another one? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's, a, that's a good one now. Well, let's go Bible. The Bible declares that to for a man to lie with another man as a man lie with a woman, the Bible calls it an abomination. Now, the society says, well, let people love who they want to love. But God doesn't say that. Solomon and Gomorrah wasn't just about lesbian homosexuality. It was adultery. It was murder. It was a whole lot going on in Solomon and Gomorrah that God destroyed the two cities. Because of the wickedness. 
What we have to learn to do is not be so quick to throw the dagger into people, but understand the dynamic that people have gone through. It says a young man goes to prison and he's been there for a certain period of time. Since him being physically violated is very possible. It because something happened doesn't mean he has to be that way that some things will happen. Unfortunate. So if your child has been left alone in a given compromised situation, they can be turned into some things that they once would be turned into. You know, pornography has an effect where you watch pornography, a man uh, with two women or two women performing lesbian relationship. For a man, that may be arousing, but to, but to the women, it ain't that arousing. It can cause an effect. See, these things creep into the home. Back in the day, father had these uh, Playboy and Player magazines. A little kid get into it, and he started looking at it. For you know, he started having self fun time. That he got exposed to something he saw. So, because we don't want to address it, don't mean it's not happening. So, when you come down to sexual preferences, that's something that God says not supposed to be. So, a man not supposed to lie with a man is a man lie with a woman. The woman's not supposed to lie with another woman. The woman should lie with a man. That means the relationship. In Solomon and Gomorrah, they came and said, uh, send for the ain't Tell them to come out that we may get to know them. They weren't talking about knowing them as friends. They were talking about knowing them physically. And the angel blinded them. So there are dynamics of why people go through what they go through and experience. But understand, that's a spiritual thing here. It's, 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 it's the Bible called it wickedness. If you, the Bible says no liars, no adultery, no fornication, every part in the, in the kingdom of God. So that's why you had to bring yourself to a self-discipline, not to be there. Because we all have had the potential to be either way. If you ever get exposed, if you see something, you see it. The devil has no boundaries of what he's trying to introduce us to. So sometimes a man would be very promiscuous because he's trying to regain his manhood. Either he'd been violated by another male or he had some things that happened to him that he can't explain. So he tried to go out and, and, and put what you call in his belt, you know, achievement that he knocked, he knocked out so many relationships. But truth of the matter, he's struggling with something. It's a dysfunction. So all the physical dysfunction, you got to get help with that. Now, don't, don't get help from people who are going to justify you. Because one thing about the enemy, he wants to justify you in your dysfunction. Right. You know, so when it comes down to the church responsibility to teach the word of God that says, God said, not so. He's not supposed to commit adultery. You're not supposed to commit fornication. And you're not supposed to have same-sex relationship. That's the Bible. Right. You can do all your scientific stuff you want. If you go against the word of God, I can't support you. The Bible says you're not supposed to. Uh, I love him. Well, you know, God's not supposed to. God don't hate the homosexual. He love them, but they're going to miss out on eternity. <laughs> God hates adultery, but he loved the person. Choose the day whom you're going to serve. Are you going to serve your sexual appetite or are you going to serve God? And this is a tough subject here because everybody in this church got somebody family that's dealing with some, some situation like that. See, what happened is we come to a place of acceptance. What we want to test now, we accept it because it's part of our family. And God, I see him. And God says, not so. In fact, scripturally, the Bible says if a man was caught in that act from adultery or a woman, a man with a man, they were to be stoned to death. That was the Bible. That didn't change. Who got grace? Well, Jesus explained, he, he displayed grace with the woman that was caught in the act of adultery because. Jesus said, Where, where's, where's your accuser? He, had, he, he, he did what I said, catch the first stone. He wouldn't justify her sin, her sin for act, 
he was extending grace to her to no longer turn to that. See, if I've done something, don't mean I got to continue to stay there. If I give you reason to stay there, which the society we live in, they're trying to create laws for people to be where they are. It's, a, it's against the law to commit adultery in the state of Georgia and Alabama. They'll lock you up. You can sue someone that committed adultery with your spouse, and you can prove it. You can sue that person. It's quiet. You ever wonder why folks got a lot of money, get a lot of more money? You see why Tiger Woods got all that money she got? Michael uh, Jordan's wife got what she got? Yeah, cookie said, okay, you can do it. <laughs> You're going to pay. It don't, it, don't, it don't pay to play. Yeah. Okay. So, back to that question. We're not to condemn people. We're to try and encourage people to do the right thing. Because I don't know your dynamics. I don't, I don't know what took place in your life that got you off track. It's no different than a person constantly being promiscuous. Every time she turned around, she got somebody at her house. Or he's trying to give every woman he can get with. Solemn, uh, uh, Solomon had a woman issue. But he got it from his father. Let me see. We're going to get to this. Solomon, King Solomon, married. He had how many wives? 700 wives and 300 concubines. So he had a thousand women. Now, these thousand women he actually had pleasure with. His father, David, they said all the proof that the king is dead, put a, put a, put a, 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 a damsel in the bed with him. And he said, oh, the king dead. That was a dysfunction. Because, see, when we laugh at dysfunction, those dysfunctions become more of a reality. You can't pretend that dysfunction don't happen. You can't pretend that homosexual doesn't exist. You can't pretend that people don't commit adultery. You can't pretend that, that people don't have fornication. Uh, you can't pretend there's some, some mis- poor behavior in the church people. The church never had a problem. It's the people in the church. I can't go to that church. No, no, it ain't the building. It's the people. And then that, those people got dysfunction going on. That's why the church is a hospital. To help people who got some dysfunction to be healed and be made whole. And that's why Jesus said, come as you are. The homosexual can be converted. If you can start committing fornication, they can start committing the same sexual thing they're doing. If you let the law or the land justify it, yeah, yeah, you, you, give, you give way to it. Oh, y'all learned something. I saw another hand, another dysfunction. It's just uh, Kristen, digging this Kristen. Yes. Okay. Well, see, the thing about it, this one, the devil trying to make the act norm become norm. Other words, it's like, do you try to explain to a child when mom and daddy are not married and they live together? We don't try to explain that. We, that seemed to be the norm. Well, today's society where a man is raising, a man and a man, a woman and a woman is raising a child, that child is introduced to, the, to a new norm. So they don't know it's, not, it's not, not being normal. They think it's the norm. Because society, the education program is teaching them this. I mean, this, this, this thing just happened now. This has been always in the making. Each generation gets wicked and wiser. So the more you sanction something, the more you don't have too much issue with it, it becomes the norm. Fancy, y'all seen this commercial where the two men kiss each other? Some type of medicine. 
you know, and the last the two 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 guys kiss each other on the lip. Uh, you see a lot of commercials today where they show some simpler similar to that may be questionable, and you don't think that much about it. You put that lifestyle. Most young people don't have a problem with people if their friend being gay. They don't have a problem with it. They say, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. Because the church has lost its fabric of what it's supposed to be. Instead of helping people, we're hurting people. The love wasn't so strong that they, they, they stayed, they left. You know, because no one don't show you that they pretend and practicing that don't mean they're not practicing it. You know, you've had a lot of scandal of men in the church, clergy. On the side, mess with other young males. Yes, yes, evangelist. Give me predators. Yeah. Experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Child, child molestation. Yeah, because you think about it, most of us at some point got some type of exposure coming up. Remember playing house? I'm going to be the dad and you're going to be the mama. What do you think that would lead to? Yeah. When, when you, how are you going to be a doctor when you went to school? See, it seems innocent, but it could be a problem. So what we have to do is understand that people have had moments in their life that was not their pro- was not their choice. So you, you got to say when people don't have choice, they find themselves in a complicated matter. You got a lot of broken people, guys. People have been shipwrecked, been wrecked literally because somebody took upon themselves to do something to that person, and it started with the child. The devil wants the hood, the child. I say the hood. The devil wants the childhood. That's still right. He wasn't innocent of the child. Why do you think these fools have been talking about they're going to get 25 virgins? Blowing up, blow up somebody. They'll get 25 virgins when they go to heaven. No, you're going to hell with no virgins. And when, if you get 25 virgins, what are you going to do when the 25 get used? See how the devil blow, up, blow things up in people's mind? That's dysfunction. That if, if I were for Allah and I kill these people, I'm going to get 25 virgins. Why you got to get 25 virgins? Represent innocent. The devil always wants the innocence of people. Most children, 99% of children are innocent. When a child starts touching another child, they've been exposed. You catch your children playing certain parenting games, you need to stop it. Be careful to my little girl dance around everybody. Hey, hey, hey. See, that's a dysfunction. Old nasty man with Warren looking at your little girl. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You know, your child being a display. See, you got to understand, perversion, it has no limitation. It's a dysfunction. So if you know that's a problem, don't put your children in that harm's way. So, yes, children can become predators toward each other because they've already been preyed on. It's a hard subject, guy, but it's true. It's dysfunction. So don't, don't take this dysfunction teaching as though you the enemy. Let's become against the adversary. Let's find a way to get solution for young people and people. Because, listen, no one stays in a dysfunctional relationship 
unless they've been taught to be dysfunction. There's another one. Say it again. I think we got the present racism. Yeah, that's it. So we're just, we're just listening. We're just building the base. And we're, we're going to get more in detail each Sunday on this because I really want us to finally overcome the dysfunction. Or at least get help with them. Because if you don't get help with your dysfunction, you're going to remain dysfunction. What's another dysfunction that, 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 that happens in people's lives or families or church or people? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. On the, on the education system. They're not being educated. Otherwise, not having the knowledge. The Bible says my people perish for what? A lack of knowledge. You, ever, you can tell someone that had some degree, uh, education versus one that didn't have an education. Right. I mean, they had knowledge versus one that didn't have knowledge. You got street knowledge, but you got no book knowledge. You got book knowledge, but you got no street knowledge. Uh, Sister Hogan. Oh, yeah, well, you, chronic. Victimization. Is it victimization? Uh, vit, victim mentality. They always, you know, they always, they always a victim. But understand that dysfunction comes from some type of dysfunction. You got people that got this attention dysfunction, attention deficit, correct? Well, they, they, they want a lot of attention. They always, you know, they, they got to do something to be the center of attention. They always talk about their illness. They always talk about their situation, but they never talk about what God can do. Uh, I saw another hand. Sister, we another hand question. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, yeah, bully can be a dysfunction because they they seen that abuse in the home. We've been told if somebody beats you, jump on you, 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 better, you better fight back. Sometimes you need to let your kid walk away from the fight. You know, you ever met that family in the neighborhood? Everybody know that member of that family? The Hill family, you know, there's some rough folks. <laughs> but that's a dysfunction to be classified as a bad family. Right. Yes, yes, sir. Say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look rich, but you broke. <laughs> flexing. Yeah, yeah, flexing. Then you go home, Lord, please pray and provide. Please, God. I know you can do it, Jesus. Come on, Lord. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> now you need to stop pretending like you got something. You live above your means. And spending what you don't, what you can't afford to dysfunction. Like around Christmas time, y'all trying to buy all these Christmas for these bad kids. Yeah, 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 that's enabling. Your child be acting a, acting a monkey all year long. Also, he want a PlayStation 2. We got you too. And we're going to play with you. What's another one? Dysfunction. Yes, sir. Say it again. Family that starts all, that starts drama, oh yeah, that's dysfunction now. You got a family always keeping a mess, always got stuff going. They they, they are the creators, and the Bible call it discord. Another dysfunction that I've dealt with my own family is that when we get <clears throat> angry, we won't talk to each other. For weeks, months, and years. What was that? Silent treatment. Give me some drink. <clears throat> Husband, wife does that. That's silent treatment. Don't want to talk to each other, walk by each other. You, you can feel the wind blowing this each other. But won't talk. I, I got I guess walk. So do y'all see where we're coming from? So we got all these dysfunction characteristics that reside in people's lives each and every day. 
And the truth of the matter to be told is we got to fix this. We can't just look away no more. And the problem with most of hell, we keep looking away from it. And looking away don't mean it's going to go away. You got some women addicted to uh, bad boys. You got, you got some men addicted to just, you know, they got this dysfunction is just they can't be settled with one woman. They, they got to have multiple women. Can't commit. And, and most uncommitment comes because they have not seen commitment. All men dog, well, why are you marrying them? See, all men are not dogs. And all women are not bow wow, like pussycats. All cats that, some cats roar, some cats go meow. Tell you they know the difference. <laughs> the meow, rawr, that's a whole different cow. That's a different kind of cat there. But you got some men, they're attracted to the, to the, to the roaring lion. That's a dysfunction, man, when a woman is rough. Then being a, a woman trying to be a dancer. That's a dysfunction. You know, always, you know, got to have a man take care of you. Take care of yourself. You no, know, some women got the fun. They got a man to pay the light, one man to pay the, the rent, one one pay the uh, the water. That's dysfunction. You know, another dysfunction. I don't need no man. That's a, that's a lie. You know, here, brother, I don't need no woman. And they don't, the men normally don't say that. Women get mad. I don't need no man. Men say, I ain't even go that far now. <laughs> the point is, is we all come from dysfunction. We all got dysfunction. We're going to fix them. Okay? We're going to close up. We're going to have to pick up next week. <clears throat> but before I do, any more dysfunction that you all can name? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I call the eyes I uh the Ike Turner and um I can Tina Turner dysfunction. You know, I could he beat up and then tell him she go to the hospital, you better not die, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> you know, um and you got some people that they their dysfunction is they fight, have a relationship, and then they're good. You know. Passionate dysfunction. That's that, that's 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 a hard one, isn't it, Anita? That exists, doesn't it? When men and women fight just to be intimate. Call, I call it a makeup dysfunction. You know, y'all raise and cuss each other out and have a throwdown. Come on over here, girl. That's dysfunction. Yes, yes, I see another hand that we're close. Yes. Yes. Get your mic, Anita. Come here. Mm -hmm. You do properly. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. I call it religious dysfunction. It's religious. You go to church, but you have no intimacy with God. You go to the ritual, 
You come to the church, but you, you don't have, you haven't changed. How many know, how many can say it, it took some time for you to really get this thing about salvation? You went to church out of tradition. You know, Easter, Christmas, you know, Mother's Day, Father, well, not too much Father, mostly Mother's Day, you know, you went to church. But it's only when you got a salvated relationship, when salvation came into you, that you got together. You got people that have been in church five years, and then they come up one day and get saved. And you thought, I thought he was saved. No, they just come into church. Don't assume people come to the building that they're saved. Like, don't assume every moment coming to church or man come to church, that's your husband or your wife. They're just visiting. Quiet now. I'm talking about no future husbands, future wives. That's another hand we got to close out. Yes, sir. Yeah, Yes, ma'am. Hydrocondriac. What? Uh, Hydrocondriac? Hypochondriac. Hyper. Okay, y'all know what it said. <laughs> so, there are going to be a lot of questions going to be asked in this, this series. And I really want you to get I really want you to literally come each week until we get this thing fixed. What the Holy Spirit spoke to me, he said, these what we're going to be talking about today are repairable and they're fixable. Meaning they can be really resolved. Doesn't mean that there won't be dysfunction other areas of your life, but there's something you can literally get overcome. So, uh, if we relate to the question about same-sex relationship, see, it's easy to say, well, I'm going to just throw the Bible at them. It's easy to do that. But then, let's, how about, let's, let's visit this situation. What is causing this situation to be what it is? Just like we had to visit about uh, a young lady being promiscuous, a man being promiscuous. We got to visit that. Got to see what's causing that. What, what's the trigger behind it? What, what was the dysfunction that took place that made that person turn to their own self? Because some women, I've heard women say, well, they started being with other women because they were being abused by men. No, no, that's not only it. Could be part of it. But that's some dysfunction going on. Well, that thing happened. A child, get, a young lady get molested by uh, a man. She turned to someone for comfort. And that comfort person she turned to may be another female. She don't turn for comfort. Like most women, uh, young girls, they're not trying to have sex with boys. They, they just like the romance. They like the, the, the novel. So, what can God not do? What can I God not resolve? What, what's in your life that is dysfunction that has been hereditary in your family that you need to visit for real? You heard about it, somewhat seen it, but only when you actually acknowledge the dysfunction is when the dysfunction begins to shrink. Got to put some, I call, um, some word um, medicine on it. Got to shrink this thing. No one is outside the scope of dysfunction. In fact, everybody in this room got a dysfunction right now. You're going to be OCD. That's a dysfunction. You, you clean up too much. You, you know, can't manage yourself. Anything you want to say? Okay. So, um, did you learn anything today so far? Okay. Now, have you learned something about you? We learned some things about other folks. But tells you you're not alone. So let's stand to our feet. Bring the music down.
And I, w- I want to have a, a just a, a short moment. And I want you to reflect. Because that's not dysfunction. Well, you're trying to be an over, overachiever. That's, that's dysfunction. Trying to prove something about that you can do it. Uh, or you're trying to, you know, you got fun people go to school over and over and over and they never stop going to school. That's, 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 that's going to be a dysfunction. I mean, education is important. It's good to have. But at some point, you got to go to work. Can you name another dysfunction that, 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 that is? Uh, uh, where you tear yourself down. You yeah. never seem to be enough. Yeah. That can be a dysfunction. Y'all heard what she said? How many ever done that? Before they get you, you get you, yourself. For, for the eggs, for the jingle, you jingle yourself. See, that, that's a dysfunction. You're trying to keep people from really getting you because you already got it. So, the Bible says that every broken heart and contrite spirit, he would no wise cast. I've heard some testimony of, of people who have gone to a place of they no longer commit certain acts of life no more and they're making great achievement. But then I have some people who don't even acknowledge that they got some issues. You just walk around and everything's. Pizza. Squeaky clean. But I'm going to tell you, no one in this room is squeaky clean. Yeah. But we can become. See, I don't want to be my worst enemy. I, I, I want to I, I be my worst creative because only one person can stop me from doing what I'm doing is me. But I want me to stop that. I can understand the dynamics of my dysfunction. I told you my dysfunction is, you know, kind of my family, we just start speaking to each other. We don't know why we mad at each other sometimes. We know why, but it's just like either prizes in a way. Or sometimes you just can't talk to some family. Some family, no matter what you try to do, it ain't going to work. And sometimes we try to make things work that is not workable. Sometimes you got to learn to let your children be grown. Say it again. Sometimes you got to let your children be grown. It didn't kill you, did it? See, the, the enabler part of the dysfunction is you're trying to catch something that's not being caught. Job had a dysfunction. What Job was. He says, uh, I, 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 I pray for my family daily. I intercede. I make sacrifice just in case they sin. That, that was a dysfunction. So, Father, <clears throat> you are faithful. You're Alpha, Omega, the beginning, the ending. You can fix what we don't know how to fix. You can shift what we don't know how to shift in order. I heard from the young people, and I heard Kendall, Marquise, and Lil Hogan. I heard them even speak out about this function they have recognized. So from the young to the season, every person says, you know what? Got a valid point. I didn't see it that way, but I see it now. I don't want this to become my new norm, accepting the function. I want this function to be put on the table and examined and strategically, surgically removed. By the word of your, your word, God. So let it be less of us and more of you, none of us and all of you. Thank you for it. We're going to start this week out writing down and recognize our dysfunction. And we're going to make some changes in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Now, whether you do it or not, it's on you. But I believe it's going to help you. I want you to go home throughout this week. I want you to take a moment to visit you. I want you to write down some dysfunction in your own life. Don't talk about your mama dysfunction. I want you to talk about your own dysfunction. And then I, we're going we're gonna to compare notes. 
Not that you're gonna bring, you're gonna read them. You're gonna, you're gonna bring yours. I, I bring mine. You're gonna hear some of these dysfunctional men now, and you're gonna realize, you know what? I'm not alone. But one thing I don't want to do is to be alone. I want to be helped. How many want to be helped? Honestly, how many want to be helped in this area? These dysfunction are not the norm, guys. We can't stay here. Yes. Can you imagine going to church all your life just to end up not being delivered? Heard about deliverance, but never got it. Yet people have died in the church world, never got delivered from their dysfunction because they never talked about it. Dysfunction is not a secret. Shouldn't be. Should be when you reveal it to God, reveal it to yourself, and hopefully reveal it to someone who can help you. So may God bless you and uh, empower you, encourage you throughout this week. So this week, go home. I want you to write down your, your personal dysfunction. And some are going to pop up. You're going to oh, man, I didn't realize I was going through that. I didn't realize I was thinking like that. It's a stronghold. The script we're going to use is that we put on every stronghold and cast down every imagination and every stronghold. Put it down. Until then, we'll look forward to seeing you next Sunday. And may God bless you. May you be in power. Remember, this is a place that we say that the words on and know that we love you. God bless you. Greet our visitors and let them know we appreciate them being with us today.